Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. Time for Talking Sports with Nick Jacobson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with David Hayes, president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame, to announce the 2023 induction class. IU men's basketball wins in overtime on senior day. Indiana women's basketball falls in the Big Ten tournament semifinals. We will have our high school scoreboard update and look ahead to the week in IU athletics. So let's talk sports. And we will start with number 15, Indiana men's basketball, losing at home Tuesday night to Iowa, 90-68. Trace Jackson Davis, 26 points, 13 rebounds, became the all-time leading rebounder in school history, passing Allen Henderson, who played from 1991 to 1995. Malik Renew scored 10 points. Iowa led from start to finish, 47-36 at half, and outscored the Hoosiers, 43-32 at half. However, the Hoosiers bounced back Sunday afternoon in Simon Scott Assembly Hall, beating Michigan 75-73 in overtime. Trace Jackson Davis, 27 points, 9 rebounds. Race Thompson, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Jalen Hood, Shafino, 13 points. Indiana outscored Michigan 29-27 in the first half. Michigan outscored Indiana 42-40 in the second half. As the game went to overtime, tied at 69, Indiana outscored Michigan 6-4 in the extra period as the Hoosiers celebrated senior day with Miller Kopp, Race Thompson, Trace Jackson Davis, walk-ons Nathan Childers, and Michael Shipp. IU announced on Friday that Xavier Johnson is out for the rest of the year with the knee injury he suffered in December at Kansas and he will apply for a medical redshirt. He did not participate in senior day ceremonies. He's hoping that the NCAA will grant him another year. The Hoosiers 21-10, 12-8 in the Big Ten. They get the double bye in the Big Ten tournament at the United Center in Chicago as the Hoosiers will play on Friday. Number two, Indiana women's basketball lost to fourth seed Ohio State 79-75 in the Big Ten Tournament semifinal Saturday at the Target Center in, in Minneapolis. The Hoosiers were the top seed in the tournament. Grace Berger had 20 points, Sarah Scalia 15, Mackenzie Holmes 12, Sidney Parrish 10 points, Yardin Garzon 11 rebounds. The Hoosiers led 46-26 at half, and Ohio State outscores Indiana 53 29 in the second half for the largest comeback in Big Ten tournament history. The Hoosiers beat ninth seed Michigan State 94-85 in the Big Ten tournament quarterfinals Friday afternoon. Mackenzie Holmes 27 points, Sarah Scalia 20 points, Chloe Moore McNeil 19 points, 11 assists, Yardin Garzon 11 points, Michigan State led 40-34 at half. The Hoosiers outscored the Spartans 60-45 in the second half. The Hoosiers end the regular season 27-3 overall, 16-2 in the Big Ten. And next Sunday, they will find out at 8 o'clock on ESPN where they will be playing. The Hoosiers are presumed a number one seed and will host games in Simon Scott Assembly Hall. The first round is March 17th and 18th. The second round at March 19th and 20th. So the Hoosiers will be hosting NCAA tournament games 
for the second year in a row, and we'll have to wait this week to find out who will be coming to Bloomington. High school sports time. Let's check the local high school scoreboard in boys basketball sectionals class 4A at Center Grove. In the first round, Center Grove beat Greenwood 49-42. Bloomington North 101-58 for Mooresville. In the semifinals, Center Grove beat Bloomington South 62-39. The Panthers in the year at 16-9. Bloomington North beat Martinsville 84-70. In the championship game, Bloomington North beat Center Grove. 43 to 41 to repeat as sectional champions. The Cougars 18 and 5 advance to the Seymour Regional Saturday against Columbus North 17 and 8 at 7 o'clock. In Class 3A at Northview in the first round, Northview beat Owen Valley 77-63. South Vermillion beat Brown County 88-44. Edgewood beat West Vigo 68-59. In the semifinals, Indian Creek beat Northview 60-43. South Vermillion beat Edgewood 61-53. Edgewood ends the year at 10-15. In the championship, Indian Creek beat South Vermillion 52-46. Indian Creek advances to the Lebanon Regional. 14-8 Braves take on Beach Grove 16-6 at 4 o'clock. In Class 1A at White River Valley, first round, Lighthouse Christian beat Shackamack 60-50. White River Valley beat Duggar Union 44-32. Bloomfield beat Clay City 65-52. In the semifinals, Lighthouse Christian beat North Central Farmersburg 63-62. It is the Lions' first two wins in the postseason. They are just playing in their third year in the state tournament. Bloomfield beat White River Valley 36-21. Bloomfield beats Lighthouse Christian 83-45 in the championship. Lighthouse Christian finishes the year 17-8. Bloomfield 24-3 advances to the Martinsville Regional against Indianapolis Lutheran 16-7 at 1 o'clock. In the Girls Gymnastics Regionals at Franklin Central, Bloomington North wins its second overall title and first regional since 1981 with a score of 108.625. Bloomington South was fourth with 103.3. They won't advance as a team, but senior Mia Langley finished sixth in the beam and junior Maddie Kawanishi finished sixth in the floor exercise and will qualify as individuals for the state meet this Saturday at Worthen Arena on the Ball State campus in Muncie. That is a look at our high school scoreboard. When we come back, we'll talk with David Hayes, president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame, to announce the 2023 induction class. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jengison on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. 
we can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Hi, this is Tyler Smith, girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School and editor for IndieSportsLegends.com. And I listen to Talking Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. He is back for his second appearance. He is president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. David Hayes is my guest. David, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure to have you on, and thanks for taking the time to join me. Well, I appreciate it, Nick, and I've been called a lot worse than the president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. It's quite an honor to be put at the helm. Kit Klingerhopper was the president for many years. He asked me to take over last year. The board approved that. I took it over as things were kind of slow in the world, if you remember. Enjoyed the heck out of it, put a lot of time into it. I was able to get some outstanding sponsors lined up. Now I'm in my second year, and I'm back to being very busy And it's still a lot of work, but I still love it. So thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. Of course, we had a great banquet last July, another great class. July 14th, we will induct the next class into the Sports Hall of Fame. Of course, since you and I were on this program last, uh, I have joined the board. So I'm very honored and happy and thankful to be doing that again we've got another great class and it's been a process to select this class year in and year out. You know, I think people underestimate the complexities of it. You can certainly nominate someone by going to our website, Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame website. Just Google it. You can certainly do that. You can submit a name, put a short description in of what this person did. And then Tyler Thompson, a Hall of Famer himself, is the person that would get that email, reach out, ask for a little more color for this person, then go on a master list. And the master list is pretty detailed and long. And at that point, the process is that each year, usually a meeting or two after the previous banquet, so sometime around uh, October, I would say, we start the process all over again. And it takes about three meetings, as Nick now knows, as being part of the board and a voting member, that it takes some time. Then you get the list of people boiled down to maybe 30 or so, And then you keep voting and you keep voting. It's like going to the Iowa caucus. I mean, you have to, you know, if your guy gets knocked out, you got to go to another corner. And eventually we get it down to the number of athletes and coaches. And what's funny about it is at the end, we're always like, okay, this is a great class. But we're always like, dadgummit, why didn't so-and-so get in? So you're always, as a board member, never happy, completely happy with who made it or who didn't make it. And that's the way the process rolls. Well, and also the fact that, you know, they they didn't get the next opportunity next year. And then also the fact that you're going to add more and more people as they become eligible because there is eligibility requirements for these Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, normally it's, age is the main factor. You know, I think 30 years old is the is the age. Um I, you know, and and you can just imagine all these great athletes next year, which is so cool because next year I think should be the first year that any of the student athletes that won 
were awarded their scholarship for Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame could potentially be eligible. And as I've said every year, as I've been part of the scholarship ceremony, that without a doubt in my mind, one of these kids that we've given money to at the end of the year that's been picked by, you know, their athletic directors, their um, counselors and teachers and coaches uh, from each of the three high schools, Edgewood, of course, North and Bloomington South, uh, will be inducted into Hall of Fame at some point. I'm confident of that. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's newbies every year that come in. And, you know, we had some pretty prominent newbies this year that uh, I'm sure will go in next year uh, because we we look at things and we're like, you know, we, we're also people, right? So we look at things practically and we say, okay, let's go back to um, when we inducted John Holmes, the longtime coach and athletic director at Edgewood, Jennings Polly. Uh, a state champion wrestler back, you know, in in the 40s. Um, you go on and on and on, and you think, you know what, these guys are going to get in the Hall of Fame eventually. But you know what, they're still here on the face of this earth. Let's get them in while they're still alive. Um, you know, uh, Minette, we tried to get, we got him in, and he died right before the banquet. Uh, Al Gallo last year, in his 90s, his birthday was the very next day. He gets inducted. I mean, a tearful, a tearful thing. So we're very mindful of that. We're mindful of uh, the variety of sports. We could put in, you know, 10 wrestlers a year, right? Because this county is so storied with the wrestling program. Uh, we, we are conscientious about females and males and different sports, different schools as well. So we, we try to take, as I'll borrow from uh, a popular news network, a fair and balanced approach to putting people into the Hall of Fame. So that's why... It is what it is. So when people say, I can't believe so-and-so's not in, ding us a little bit. I mean, it's not, we're people, right? So, hey, and then we, and then you'll grab someone and, and champion that person. If you really think this person's deserving, we'll champion them. Um, so it is a little bit like Survivor in a way. And Nick, your first go at it, I'm almost more curious about what you have to say than what I have to say of me being part of this process for the last couple, three years. I look at it like the NCAA tournament and just trying to select athletes again, compare this athlete to this athlete and the same thing as, as you've mentioned it. But again, when it comes down to it, you're never going to have a bad class. There's too many athletes. The list is going to keep growing. The number of eligible people are going to keep going as we get beyond these classes and we're never going to run out. So you know, we've got six athletes. We'll run them down real quick. Garrett Butcher, Monroe County's all-time leading scorer from Edgewood in 2008. Dan Burton, 1985, graduate of Bloomington South. State winner as a pole vaulter. Ben Chapel from Bloomington South. Football and basketball in 2007. Of course, IU and the NFL. Rachel Deloney, 2008, track and field. Three-time state champ in the discus. J.T. Young and his brother, Paul Young, J.T., graduated in 2001, wrestler, two-time state champion. Also, Paul was a 2006 grad of South. Their record the last two seasons, they had one loss between them. So, I mean, obviously, David, it's an amazing class. Your just initial thoughts on these six that are going in. And, of course, the process to make sure that they're all going to be here in July for the banquet. Well, you know, when I think about Garrett Butcher as an example, of course, I'm an Edgewood graduate, so my my heart's always a little bit softer with the Edgewood people that get in. Uh, but I, when that kid played, he was unstoppable. I mean, he was absolutely unstoppable, and he gave that team a chance everywhere they went to win. I think they beat Bloomington South that year at home, 
I believe that was the game I was at. And then he went on to have a, a nice career in college. You know, he got hurt, but well-deserving. And, and in fact, when you think all-time leading scorer, just now getting in 11, 12 years into the into this deal. But yeah, when you have people that went on to become Olympians, professional athletes, people that played at the highest level of their sport, like Tyler Thompson in, in baseball, who just got in a few years ago, you kind of think, why aren't these guys in already? Well, you know now because we've got some outstanding athletes. Ben Chappell, I mean, think about his career. Wow. And then you mentioned the Youngs. I've actually been their ambassador for this particular banquet coming up, and they're honored and thrilled to be in. And and they're excited that both of them live. One lives out in Seattle. One lives down in, I think, Georgia or Florida. They're really excited about coming back to Bloomington, being reunited with another Hall of Famer, Coach Royce Deckard, who's been helping me collect some data for them. Man, I'm just super, super excited. And those are the people that I personally remember and have a relationship or some relationship with, Garrett, Ben, and the Young Brothers. So I know there's some great coaches going in as well. That's the first time we've had two female coaches to go in, Nick. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I know Dan Burton was at the radio show that Joe Smith did when we announced the Hall of Fame on WGCL with Joe Smith and Kit Klingelhofer and you know, several of us were in attendance, but Dan Burton was there, and I know he was very excited and humble to accept. And then Rachel Deloney, uh, unfortunately, she passed away in April 21. We weren't aware of that, but I know that her family is very honored. When they found out that she was going in, I know that they were very honored. Glad that we've recognized her because they thought maybe she had been forgotten. But how do you forget someone who was a three-time state champion? in the discus and never lost a local meet in her high school career. Well, she's a national junior Olympian as well. I mean, in 2005, finished eighth in the state and shot put in 2005 as well. Like you said, never lost a local meet, period. And still holds the North and Conference Indiana records in discus. Went on to VU to, to uh, throw and placed in two events in the 2011 National Junior College uh, Finals. So I was touched by the way the family reacted and that we thought that she had been forgotten about. And Rachel, you'll never be forgotten. To her family, we're so sorry. We didn't know that she had passed away and we sure wish she was there, but she will be there in spirit. And I'm sure her family will be there as well supporting this nomination. Yeah, it will be very important for her family. And it's always a big night for everybody because even though the ones that can't be there, their families are always represented and they would always think of what the inductee would think about it. And I think they all say the same thing is they would just be so honored and humbled and would think this is just incredible. It's funny when I, you know, when someone like Chris Lawson last year who came into the Hall of Fame, you know, I mean, gosh, again, Chris isn't in yet, but he was in last year. And I knew Chris growing up. He and I went to school together. We played AAU basketball together. Been friends with the Little League football. We played on the Patriots together when we were eight years old. So I was thrilled to have Chris. But Chris's speech was was short, to the point, and really good. When we have a person that's being honored by a family member, those are typically very long. And you learn, I think, even more than you do when an inductee talks about himself. Because the inductee is always very humble. They're very thankful, and they normally like to point out the people that created the path along their way. So it's a it's a it's cool, although sad when you see someone who isn't able to make it there because of the fact they're deceased. 
Well, and with Chris Lawson, you know, I, I'm a little younger, so getting to see him for the first time in a long time and kind of remembering him when I was a kid, it also, I think, humbles them a little bit because then they realize, well, we've grown up a little bit. Well, in the in the meet and greet, you know, when we have that, which is by far one of the most fabulous things that we do, before the banquet, an hour before, all of the athletes, coaches, contributors have a stand, a, a table with their name on it, with some memorabilia, and it gives you a chance to come up and reminisce and share those stories. And I know every single year they think, wow, I cannot believe these people remember the details. Sometimes the details they don't even remember. You know, when I was an athlete in high school, played some college ball, and I, I remember plays. I remember games. I remember wins and losses, teammates. Even with that, I ran into uh, an old teammate last night, uh, Rick Mossbrucker, and he was a quarterback behind me at Edgewood. And then it happened to be another person from our team was there. And it was almost like, bang. I mean, these guys were remembering details and things about me that I had no recollection of. And I'm not even close to being a Hall of Famer when it comes to my uh, athletic resume. But it's certainly uh, a humbling thing for all of these inductees to go through is the meet and greet. But one of the best parts of the, of the evening. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back more with David Hayes after this quick timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Did you know that 1 in 59 people are diagnosed with autism and 78% of them also have a co-occurring mental health condition? This is why the world should pay more attention to autism if you know nothing about autism and it's time to be educated about this extremely significant topic. Everyone should have at least a tiny bit of knowledge about this topic so people like me can be in society just like you. Be part of the solution by visiting AutismRocksAndRolls.com. There you will find important information as well as a link to my podcast. Check out AutismRocksAndRolls.com. Hi, this is New York Jets offensive lineman and IU grad Dan Feeney. You're listening to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jason on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, David Hayes, president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame, as we announced the 2023 class for the Hall of Fame that will be going in July 14th at the Monroe Convention Center. David, we were talking about the athletes, now the coaches and contributors. The coaches, two ladies that are pioneers in this county, Janine Butler, volleyball, basketball track at University in North Georgia Tid, volleyball, basketball, and track at Bloomington High School. It seemed like you couldn't have one without the other, so what an honor to have these two ladies going in at the same time. You know, coaches are difficult because coaches don't have stats typically, right? So they're difficult to sort of, hey, who are the great coaches? Who are the great motivators? Who are the great mentors? It's hard to judge a coach by just wins and losses, in my opinion. So for me, the athletes, yeah, there's a lot of them. 
but we have stats on them. Like what, how many baskets did they hit? How many field goals they kick? How many touchdowns they score? But coaches are different, you know, and I, and I think it's harder for me to actually select the coaches because the ones that come to mind immediately that the football fields are named after or whatever, those were the easy ones. But when you get down into Janine or Georgia, I've never even heard of these ladies, you know, before this ceremony of induction process went on. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's thr- I'm thrilled that these two are going in, thrilled that it's two females as well. And I think this says a lot for the committee that nominates these folks and then also eventually votes on them to be part of the Hall of Fame. Well, and unfortunately, Doc Butler passed away in January of this year, but Georgia Tids in Texas and she plans to come back. So I know that she is very thrilled to come back and, you know, hasn't been to Bloomington in a long time. The contributors, of course, Mick Reneisen, 40 years as City of Bloomington employee, Parks and Recreation for 20 years as a director, brought numerous softball tournaments, everything, does a lot of stuff for IU. And then obviously a name that I didn't know as much, but everybody else does is Bud Damon. He passed away in 2004, but obviously 30-year leader of youth baseball in this county and has a field at Winslow named after him. Yeah, and the Bud Damon Jamboree honors him as well. And it's, uh, you know, he he devoted to hours and hours of community service, uh, serving as a driver for the Veterans Association, the Red Cross, also a contributor to the Red Cross Blood Bank, donating over 16 gallons through the year. So, you know, it's not just a, when you talk about a contributor, right? You really think about a contributor to, yes, sports, because it's the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. But just a contributor, you know, and you think about Mick, geez, he's done just about everything. And it's hard to believe because Mick looks like he's like 35, you know, if you run across. So for him to have all of this time and fingerprints over on everything in this city, it's amazing. But I actually spoke with him last week. It's kind of interesting because when people want to know how we might get something done from an amateur sports perspective, it's like, hey, do you know, can you get a hold of Mick? So Mick's retired, he's out of the game, but it's like Mick knows. So if you want to know something, ask Mick. And and I, it was great catching up with him last week as we were talking about some different things. Once again, to, contributors to me is a difficult category to select because some high profile Mick, right? Bud Damon, a field named after him. People still remember him in the youth baseball arena. It's but to me, coaches and contributors are the most difficult simply because we have the only thing we have is what people can share with us. And, and that makes it more difficult. Yeah, if you won three state championships, yeah, we know. Uh Mo Moriarty, we know Mo, right? Because of all the success they had. You look at the basketball coaches around. But when you start digging into some of the stuff, it's difficult on the contributors. I'd like Al Gallo, I'm, I keep bringing him up, but you know, he was the mastermind behind the offense that led on that 60 game winning streak at Bloomington high school. And if it wasn't for the Grossman's of the world and all the other folks that played during that era, we would have known the impact that Al had on them as a coach and a contributor. So when he went in last year, he actually went in as a contributor, but really we, we, we talked to him as like he he was a coach and he also was a contributor to the to everything when it came to sports and youth and mentorship and all of that so yeah thrilled to death with the class of of athletes obviously but the the coaches and contributors I know Mick will be there there's just a lot going on with this class 
And it's going to be a great night. I'm looking super forward to it. I have it circled on my calendar, July 14th. And there'll be more opportunity for people to understand how to acquire tickets to the event as we get a little bit closer. Visit our website, the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame website. It's kind of, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I think if you just Google it, just get to our website. And we're proud of the website, Nick, because we put a lot of money into it. And that leads us to our sponsors. If it wasn't for the great presenting sponsors that we have, and unfortunately, I wasn't prepared for today, so I don't have them in front of me. But, you know, some of them, I know Old National Bank was in there last year, Blackwell Homes, Hoosier Choice Property Management, my company, Comprehensive Financial Consultants. Uh, we had Steve Roofing in there, the Funeral Chapel, IU Credit Union, CFC Properties, and that's up just off the top of my head. So the, a lot of them I have personal relationships with, and they've jumped right on board again with us this year. So Baxter's, we're hoping to get Baxter on board this year to round out our 10 presenting sponsors. That's a $2,500 commitment. And keep in mind, a good chunk of this money, yes, goes to make sure that the viability of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame goes on in perpetuity because it's not inexpensive to run an organization with websites and all that kind of stuff, but it's a complete volunteer organization. So we don't have any paid people. So we need this. And especially when we hand out these checks, these these seniors from Bloomington High School South in North in Edgewood, these are checks that are being written that came directly out of these sponsorship opportunities. And of course, that will be a separate honor for one male, one female athlete that used to be part of the actual banquet, but then we realized that that was taking even longer. So with all the speeches, so that's now separate, but they still get recognized during the banquet. Well, they do, but there's two parts that one, yeah, it kind of made the banquet longer, but two, a lot of times in the summer, if they were moving on and playing at a collegiate level, they were already gone. So we weren't able to actually get them there. So we'd actually do it here at my office. I have a center next door, a big learning center, a cool kind of spot to hang out in. And we do it soon after they're out of school. So they're there. We typically do a Facebook so people can watch it from around. And yeah, and then we put that video up on on, uh, the website for a while. And then their pictures are also enshrined forever as part of a scholarship recipient of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. That's one of my favorite parts, honestly. Nick, when I first jumped on as a presenting sponsor, the only presenting sponsor back when it first started, um, I, I wanted to do it and be because I wanted to be part of that process of handing those checks to these kids each and every year. And it's been my honor now for going on, I guess, 12 years to do that. Well, we appreciate you, of course, doing that, being a big part of not only sponsoring the Hall of Fame, but being involved As the president now, you've done a great job. I'm humbled and honored to be a part of the board. I can't wait for July 14th. It's my first time as a board member being as the Hall of Fame course. I've never missed a banquet. So keep up all the great work. We've done a great job. And and I thank you for the time, David. And, of course, I will see you soon as we have a board meeting coming up. We do. I I think it's in a couple of weeks. So we've got a lot of work to do, Nick, between now and then. So get ready. I will be ready. Thank you for the time, David. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks. My thanks to David Hayes for being my guest this week. Visit www.monroecountyshof.org for more information. And IU Sports tomorrow, men's golf at the Collison River Collegiate in Bluffton, South Carolina. Wednesday, baseball host Purdue Fort Wayne at 4 o'clock. The Big Ten men's basketball tournament starts in Chicago, 6 and 9.30 on the Big Ten Network. 
Thursday, swimming at the CCSA National Invitational Championship in Elkhart, Indiana. Diving hosts the NCAA Zone C Diving Championships at the Councilman Billingsley Aquatic Center. Big Ten Tournament, second round in Chicago, noon, 2.30, 6.30, and 9 on Big Ten Network. Friday, the quarterfinals are at the same times. The Hoosiers will be playing on Friday, swimming at the CCSA National Invitational Championship in Elkhart. Diving hosts the Zone Sea Diving Championships, track and field at the NCAA Indoor Championships in Albuquerque, New Mexico, women's golf at the Clover Cup in Mesa, Arizona, women's tennis hosts Rutgers at 1.30, softball takes on Evansville at 1.30 in Lipscomb at 6 in Nashville, Tennessee, men's tennis hosts Illinois State at 3, baseball hosts Bellarmine at 5 o'clock on the BTN+. Plus. Saturday, the Big Ten Tournament Semifinals, 1 and 3.30 on CBS. Swimming at the CCSA National Invitational in Elkhart. Diving hosts the Zone C Diving Championships. Track and field at the Indoor Championships in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Women's golf at the Clover Cup in Mesa, Arizona. Rowing starts the spring break trip to Clemson, South Carolina. Softball takes on Evansville at 11 a.m. and Lipscomb at 4 p.m. in Nashville, Tennessee. Baseball hosts Bellarmine and the doubleheader at 12 noon. Women's tennis hosts Maryland at 12 noon. Sunday, the Big Ten Basketball Tournament Championship at 3.30 on CBS. The selection show for the men at 6. The women's selection show at 8. The men on CBS, the women on ESPN. Women's golf at the Clover Cup in Mesa, Arizona. Softball against Akron at 1 o'clock in Nashville, Tennessee. Baseball hosts Bellarmine at 2 o'clock. Rowing spring break trip at Clemson, South Carolina. Monday, men's golf at the Florida State Invitational. Rowing spring break trip in Clemson, South Carolina. And softball at Western Kentucky at 7 o'clock. Thank you for joining us this evening and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jengison. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.